Welcome to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. Hear and learn through the success of others how to build the life and business you deserve. Learn to overcome failure, what it means to seek out growth, and how to become the best possible version of yourself. And now, here's your host, coach, entrepreneur, husband and father, and author of the number one best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, Jeremy Williams. And welcome back to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy. I am also the owner of Red Hawk Coaching, a coaching services company that provides services for real estate agents, real estate team leads, real estate broker owners, and small business owners. If you'd like to learn more information about Red Hawk Coaching, visit my website, redhawkcoaching.com. Again, that is redhawkcoaching.com. And if you have any questions, just click on the button, says book an appointment. I'd be glad to answer those for you. Quick reminder, this show comes in two formats. Real talk, it's just me and the mic sharing what's happening in our world and how it can relate to your business. And success talks, where I get to interview top people in their respected industry, and they share with you what has made them successful in their journey. Today is a real talk. Today is also a special day for me. It's the 21st anniversary um, of my wife and I getting married, and uh, she's an amazing wife and has blessed me with two amazing children. And uh, it's just a great day, and I'm looking forward to the next 21 plus years uh, that we are together. So shooting for that 50 number or more, that would be great. Um, So super excited uh, about that and glad, glad that she's on the journey with me. So I'm going to share with you how we met, because I think there's things within that story that can relate to you as a business owner um, when you're looking at things in hindsight. Um, I'm a spiritual person, and if you've been listening to my podcast, I don't, I don't hide that. It's important to me. And I've asked myself time and time again, is if one of these things hadn't have happened in the story, would Lori and I have met? Would we have gotten married? And a lot of people say, oh, you know, love's, you know, love will find a way. Um, I don't know if I necessarily believe that because I, I really do believe looking back and in hindsight, and it's easier to see now in hindsight, is that it was God's divine plan that was being executed. It was being carried out uh, without me even knowing it. And so let me share with you the story. And then we're going to talk about how that would apply to you as as a business owner. So 1997, I graduated high school um, in San Marcos, Texas, uh, my hometown, and made the decision to stay in my hometown to save a little bit of money. I really wanted to go to A&M. just wasn't in the cards at that time. Uh, Yet, I think that was part of the plan. And I eventually got there. Um, So I started at Southwest Texas State University as a freshman, and now it is Texas State University for those that that are listening in. Um, I started as a freshman on that campus, and like any freshman that goes to college, you're you're there amongst a mass number of people pretty similar in age to you, um, all variety of backgrounds and experiences uh, that are coming there to find out who they want to be. And... That was me. I was on the campus. So I was trying to find my place. Where did I fit in? Like, who was I going to connect to? And it all started with an ad in the newspaper. 
And so let me take it a step back before that. So I was newer to my faith. I'd grown up in a Christian household. I was baptized Methodist, but I truly don't feel like I accepted Christ in my heart until my senior year in high school when I went with my FCA group uh, to Southwest Texas State University for a crosstalk um, event, which was a weekly event where Christians came together. Uh, they had a worship time and they had a, a message that was given each week. And so after that event led by uh, Scott Crenshaw and the, the praise and worship team that they had at that time, um, I made the decision to, to accept Christ in my life and completely changed it. So fast forward again, I'm this freshman on campus at Southwest Texas State University trying to find myself. And I see this ad in the paper and, and I'm not going to get this right. It's been too long. I can't remember. But it was something like if you have an interest in a brotherhood of godly men, you know, reach out to Travis Young. And so I did. I reached out uh, through this ad and met with Travis, and we had a great conversation. He was talking about this organization that originated on the campus of uh, the University of Texas called Bucks, or some know it as Brothers Under Christ. It was a Christian fraternity. And Travis was working to put a group of men together to see if it would be viable to start a chapter at uh, the, the college there. And so there was a party that was shortly after, there's probably about 50 men or so that gathered. Uh, we had great worship. We had a great speaker. I think Travis might've even spoke and um, talked about the opportunity, the organization, you know, what it might look like, you know, would we, the meetings we'd have, things like that. And it was basically kind of a, a call, almost like an altar call to like, who's gonna step forward to be a part of this? Out of those 50, it was only like seven men that made the decision to, to step forward. I was one of them. Um, I'm honored to be one of the founding fathers of uh, Bucks at Texas State University um, now. And we just got through celebrating you know, 25 years a year ago. So we're, I think we're 26 years now um, as an organization on that campus impacting, impacting the men uh, of the, the campus. And so I had this opportunity to, to be a part of that. And the next step of the story would be that, um, you know, we're coming up to, I think the first semester was about to end or maybe just after. And when I was thinking about, well, where was I going to work um, for college? And I'd worked at the movie theater before, but I was ready to do something different, um, ready to do something that could potentially be a resume builder, you know, that sort of thing. And so Travis knew this and he said, hey, why don't you come work at Camp Kennecuck? And they're in Missouri um, you know, as part of Joe White Ministries. And um, I actually went and met with Joe White in Austin at uh, an interview session where I got to, to meet with him and talk to him and, and be interviewed, you know, do the application process. And at the end of it, Joe was like, yeah, you know, great interview. Just want to let you know, you know, it's a process. It takes time. We have a lot of people we're interviewing. Uh, we'll get, basically, we'll get back to you. So... I, yeah, I went through that process and I felt like there's a pretty good chance that I'd be heading to Missouri for the summer. And in the interim, our president, Brian Stone, uh, said, hey, why don't you come work with me at Camp Balcony Springs? I worked there last year. You know, it's right right here in Central Texas and Marble Falls. And uh, you got you to apply there and see what happens. So I went through that interview and application process. And again, they were like, you know, we're going through a lot of interviews. You know, we'll let you know um, sometime soon. 
So time went by and I get a call from Camp Balcony Springs. They said, congratulations. Uh, we've gone through the application process. We think you are a great candidate to be at our camp uh, this summer. And we just need to know if that's your decision. And so after thinking about it, I let them know, yes, I would, I'd love to be there. Still hadn't heard from Kennecuck. And it was a day later, Kennecuck called me and said, hey, great interview. You know, we've reviewed all the applications. We'd love for you to come work at Camp 9, which I think was like the caving camp. Because I was really into rappelling and caving at the time. And so, you know, it was something that excited me. And I, it was one of the first times in my life I had to make sure that my yes was my yes and my no was my no. And so I had to decline because I'd already said yes to Camp Balcony Springs. And, you know, looking back at it in hindsight, these little things were lining up the opportunity to meet my future wife. So I go to camp that summer and that's where I, I do meet Lori. We hang out during the summer. We have a, a good time. Um, during the nights, the counselors had off. We'd go in groups to watch movies in Austin or go out to eat, just do fun stuff and hang out. And I got to, to grow closer to her and I, I really liked her at the time. And, you know, we just, we decided to start, start dating and camp ended and we continued to date long, long distance. Uh, going into that next semester, I was still at uh, Southwest Texas State University, and we have a, an annual event. It was Buck's date, date night party. And for us, we were hosting at this really nice place in Austin. Um, was all geared up for it. And at the time, you know, we're dating. Lori was living in College Station, going to A&M. I was living in San Marcos, going to Southwest Texas. And... I remember that morning I, I got uh, into one of the classroom areas and I was passing, having to be my little brother in Bucks. He's actually much older, not much older. I don't want Pat to hear this and think much older, but he was older than me at the time. We called him Gramps. Uh, he was my little bro uh, for Bucks. Um, you know, I had just gotten a call from Lori that her car had broken down and that she wasn't going to be able to attend um, the date night. So here I am. I'm a, I'm a founding father. Everybody that's coming to this event has a date um, and I'm going dateless. And uh, so sharing this with Pat and Pat was like, man, you know, I, I'm so sorry to hear this. Well, Pat was also a counselor at that camp. Pat also knew Lori. So while I'm in class going through classes that day, Pat had called Lori and said, hey, I'm coming to pick you up. And I'm going to take you to Austin uh, so you can you can be at the day party with Jeremy. So lo and behold, I get to the party, um, kind of down at the time, and in walks Lori and Pat with a big smile. Of course, uh, he'd save, save the day, but it was a big surprise and um, for Pat, Pat to do that. And I'll, I'll never forget that. That was, that was one of those things where somebody goes completely out of their way uh, to, to do something very special in your life. Um, so that happened. Uh, wasn't much longer after that. I'd made the decision to go to A&M. I moved in with um, initially with some guys from camp and I uh, was there for the summer. And then I had to find another location because they were all going different directions. And so I got involved, I got involved with Breakaway Ministries at the time, led by, by Greg Mott, now the senior pastor at um, Houston First uh, Baptist. 
And I met a guy named Cleet, Cleet Sile there. And I was like, Cleet, do you happen to know anybody that needs a roommate next semester? I'm kind of in a jam here. He said, come live with us. And so I did. I, I moved in. There was uh, four of us in a two-bedroom apartment. Um, at the time, we were paying 50 bucks a month each for rent. So that kind of tells you what the cost of rent was at that time. And it was also not the most desirable place. It was a place to call, call home while I was in college. It was in that um, opportunity that I met uh, not only Cleet, but a guy named Josh Thornton, Mo, and then also um, a guy by the name of Brandon, who's since passed. Uh, great men in my life and great friends. Brandon, Brandon was actually one of my groomsmen uh, in, in the wedding. And, and um, so, you know, it's, you, you never know when you're going to have amazing people put into your life. Brandon, Brandon was one of those. And I think just part of the story and God aligning me with finding Lori. So um, the night came, we, we dated for about three years and I came to the decision that I wanted to ask her to marry me. So it was a night um, on the campus of Texas A&M that we were watching uh, one of the Opus shows. It was Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, in my right pocket, I had the ring and I can tell you, I was a nervous mess the entire show because I was thinking about it. And while the show was going, my roommates, uh, bless them, went out to Albritton Tower, set up a really nice oak table with white linens, a bottle of champagne on ice. They had my Bible there because I was going to read from Proverbs uh, to Lori when, after I proposed to her. Um, we, we had a dessert, her favorite dessert, Cafe Excel was there, which she couldn't even eat after we proposed. She was so nervous. And then, um, so the, then it happened. So we, we were walking across the, the field towards um, Albritton Tower. And one of the things that are said about Albritton Tower is if you walk through it with the one that you love, you know, you're destined to, to get married. And so we we're walking across the field. I said, Lord, why don't we walk through Albritton Tower? And it kind of took her by surprise, but she was like, okay, sure. Let's, let's walk over there. And as we're approaching, um, she sees this elaborate setup that my, my roommates had done for me. And she's like, Hey, we can't, can't go over there. We're going to ruin something for somebody. I was like, Oh, there's nobody over there. Let's just go now. We'll walk through. We'll be good. She's like, we just can't do it. Jeremy, we're going to ruin something for somebody. And finally I had to tell her it was for her. And uh, so we, I proposed to her, we were at the table, uh, all my roommates, they formed a parade of cars that went around and around all red tower. They're honking their horns uh, as a really just cool opportunity. And, and one that I'll never, never forget uh, the story. Just, I, it takes me back there. And so we ended up uh, being engaged in, for about a year and we, we got married um, here in Kingwood, Texas at First Presbyterian Church here in Kingwood. Uh, her dad was the music minister at the time. And so that's, that's where we ended up getting married. And we ended up settling um, here in, in the Houston area. Uh, we lived in Houston for a period of time um, inside the city limits in Summerwood. And then we moved out to, to Kingwood where we've been since 2008 and raising, raising our family. So I say all this to say, and you know, how does this relate to your business? Okay, it's a great story. 
but how does it relate to, to business? So again, it goes back to that question is if one of those things had not happened, like if I wouldn't have answered that ad to meet Travis, would I have ever met Brian to go to Camp Balcony Springs? And if I didn't go to Camp Balcony Springs, would I have ever met Lori? You know, if I didn't have that date night uh, while we're while we're dating long distance, you know, could that have impacted our relationship? Who knows? I, I don't know. So you go and you look at all these little things that happen along the way, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of other things that I could spend a lot of time talking about, but I don't want to bore you. But looking in hindsight, it's always easier to look in hindsight. You can see that there's little things that align in whatever it is in your life, whether it's your marriage, your business, uh, getting healthier again, uh, what relationships, just anything. There's little things that happen that put you in the path of those things. And as a business owner, I believe that to be true today. Go talk to anybody that's built a successful business and ask them how they got there. And it's a journey. There were steps along the way. If they didn't meet somebody, you know, could it have cost them a deal or could it cost them another opportunity? Whatever it may be, there's going to be little things. And again, always easier in hindsight to see it. But here's what's important about that. It's easier to see in hindsight, but it's most important that you understand right where you are now that it's happening. And see, at that time, I didn't realize that God was preparing me for a wife. I didn't realize he was putting me in these different places and sending me to these different locations to put me in alignment with my wife. Now I know that. And now I know that in anything that I do in my life and inquiry, you know, especially like in my business, is that there's little things that are happening every single day that are putting me in alignment with future success, right? Sometimes we're in the forest and we can't see through the trees, yet we're moving in the right direction. For me, I believe it's a divine thing. I believe it's a spiritual thing that, you know, God is working in my life. He's working in my business. He's putting people into my, my business. He's taking people away from my business um, that need to be, be moved, but maybe I've learned a lesson from. And he's putting me on a path to greater things. I truly believe that. And whether or not that's your belief or not, there's things that happen in the universe every day that are preparing you for the next step or preparing you for the next opportunity or actually lands you that next opportunity. So while this is a, a message that is rooted into my special day and what I'm really excited about and passionate about. Hopefully I didn't bore you with this is that I want you to take the lessons from it and know that you're right where you need to be today. It might not seem like it as a business owner, the finances might not be there. Um, the relationships might not be there. You might've just had a door closed on you. Whatever the case may be, you're right where you need to be today. Just keep doing the activities every single day. Plant the seeds because you don't know when they're going to sprout. And when they, they, they do, it's an immense blessing. So I hope that you found this encouraging. Um, hopefully it wasn't too sappy, but uh, I do get really excited about talking about how we met. Um, I would love to hear if you know, 
post a comment in my, my podcast and let me know how you met. I love those types of stories. Share with me, you know, if you've got an exciting story about where you are in your business and the little things that happened along the way that created the success for you. I'd love to hear about that. I may even have you as a podcast guest because I think people need to hear that. So be satisfied, be joyful, right where you're at today, because it is leading to bigger things. Just keep doing the activities every single day. And if you do them and do them again, do them again, and you're consistent and also intentional in those activities, you're going to get to a place where you do have success and you're going to look back and you're going to be like, that's the reason why. And that's the reason why. And that's the reason why. So I hope this helps you today. Go out, do amazing things. And until next time, onward and upward. Thank you for listening to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.